As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, it's Megan here. We're going to go in a slightly different direction than we usually go in on our solo episodes on Fridays. I thought it would be really fun for us to dive into a topic that I'm having a whole lot of fun with in my own life. So I'm super excited to share this with you. Um, And that is how to get back in shape after a break. Now, my business ladies, who also have a family, uh, husband, kids, you know how challenging this can be. And if you are anything like me, I, I have noticed a pattern in myself over the last probably five or six years since I've been paying attention to this pattern. Actually, I didn't recognize the pattern at first. My husband, Sean, identified this pattern and points it out to me every single time it happens. And that is when I travel. So if I go to a live event, if I attend a retreat, or if I am visiting family um, and I do not stick to my regular routine, whether it's because it's just not possible or, you know, fitness and health and well-being isn't woven into the live event or the retreat experience that I'm at. Or, you know, if I travel to see my parents, there isn't a gym I can attend that is next door that I can go to uh, because of where they live. So I have to come up with something else. But anyway, I'll get thrown off my rhythm of working out and eating healthy when my environment changes. That's the biggest thing that I've noticed. And so those are, those are the examples. The other thing I notice when I get back, so, you know, look, it's fine if you don't follow your exact routine for three days in a row. The problem is when you get so thrown off your routine that you don't get back onto it when you get home. And that was what was happening to me over the last five years. And when I wouldn't get back into my routine, when I came home from the event, the retreat or the trip, the travel, then I would go downhill. It's like I would take a nosedive. And I would be extremely inconsistent with my eating, very inconsistent with my working out. And I would become even more obsessed with work. So then my excuse would be, well, I don't have time for that because I'm doing this, that, and the other. So I would dive into work at a whole nother level. I would even, I mean, I've even observed my thoughts where it's like, well, I was gone from my business for these three or four or five or however many days. So, and so I didn't do anything for those days. So now I, it's like, I have to make up for it. And then you get into this few days where you're making yourself believe that you have to make up for the time that you missed in your business. And then you get into that pattern. And so now you're in, you're in that routine 
hitting this, hitting the snooze button, uh, not skipping, you know, skipping lunch so that you can get more work done. I mean, raise your hand if you have ever done that. I, I can't tell you how many posts I've seen people make where they're like, you know, you're an entrepreneur when it's three 30 and you're just now eating lunch, <laughs> right? Not something that we should be proud of ladies. So let's talk about how to get back in shape after a break. Well, number one, why is this even important? Why are we even talking about this? If again, if you're anything like me, you, you actually really love physical activity. You know, I grew up an athlete. I was a tennis player for, from the age of seven to 18, um, playing competitively, working with private coaches. I was uh, U.S. I was you know, connected to the USTA. So I had a ranking in the USTA. I believe when I was like late middle school and then high school, I did. I don't remember what it was now. And in my twenties in college, I worked out at the gym. One of my favorite things was go to work out at the gym. I had a job at the gym. So I was the, I was the building manager at the gym. I wasn't a personal trainer and I didn't work in the actual part of the gym where the workout machines were, I worked at the front desk. So I was the one who would come home from the clubs at like two 30 in the morning and have to wake up, actually have to be at the gym to unlock the door and do a whole entire, uh, basically like you're the operations product manager of a building. And you've got, you have to walk around the building and you inspect everything. You even go into the boiler room. And here I am like getting home drunk at 2.30, waking up at 5 a.m. to go open the gym at 5.30 and probably telling you things about myself you're shocked by. But yeah, there were there were times when I would show up at the, that gym and the alcohol had not worn off. So little funny tidbit of information you now know about me. Um, I even married a personal trainer. So, and my brother was a professional baseball player. So working out and exercising and being healthy is something that has always been in my life. And I noticed for me personally, that really started changing. Not when I became a mom, because we lived seven tenths of a mile from O2 fitness, which is where my husband was a trainer. So there were no excuses whatsoever. And I would take Brighton. I started taking Brighton to the gym and she would be in child, child watch. I think I started taking her when she was 10 weeks old, maybe even younger. They were supposed to be 12 weeks old. And then that's where we found uh, childcare was from the woman, her name is Tracy, who worked in the gym childcare. That's who started babysitting Brighton when I had my first business. So, you know, I got back into pretty good shape after I had Brighton. It was, it was actually starting to more heavily run my business. It was the combination of being a mom and running a business at the same time. That's where I started putting myself last. Um, I was not putting myself last from a health and wellness perspective until then. No, not because anybody told me I needed to. It was whatever was going on in my mind. And I guess I've never like identified this as a belief, but apparently it was a subconscious belief that I couldn't be a badass at business and be a badass with my husband, like our partnership and be this like cool, amazing, incredible mom and have like a badass body and, and do all of that. And, you know, whether it was 
I don't have time to do all those things, or I don't believe I'm worthy and deserving of all those things. I think for me, if I'm being really honest, subconsciously, because this was not a conscious thought, I was thinking like, oh, you're not worthy of that. I wasn't walking around saying that to myself, but I do believe on a conscious level, it was a worthiness or a lack of worthiness and deservedness that I could be a badass at all those things and have the badass body. And so, you know, for the last five, six years, um, actually before that, so let's like back it up when we moved from North Carolina to Santa Barbara, uh, in we moved like December 27th, 2014. So we lived in Santa Barbara all of 2015 and the first half of 2016. That's when I was working for a really well-known coaching company. That is when I stopped working out. I stopped working out completely. So Sean was no longer a personal trainer. Uh, and it was just so built in for me to go to the gym because Sean trained me a lot. He trained me throughout my whole pregnancy until I was 39 weeks pregnant. So there were no excuses for me to not go to the gym when Sean works at a gym. It was just so easy. I don't even think I paid to have a membership. I'm sure I didn't. Um, so I was working. I just remember working so much when I lived in Santa Barbara. And I remember, you know, by the time I got to the other side of that experience, which was really phenomenal in a lot of ways for me too. I just remember reflecting on Sean didn't have a wife and Brighton did not have a mom during that time. Not that there's anybody to blame for that. There's nobody to blame for that. It was all in my head. And I think I was such, I had, I remember having a very heightened level of anxiety and stress during that time. And I just couldn't handle anything else when I would walk through the door and come home. I remember being insanely tired, headaches, nosebleeds. Um, I would gag in the morning. I was gagging all the time in the morning. So I'd wake up, you know, when you brush your teeth and sometimes you have like gag reflex. Okay. I was just doing that walking around in the kitchen, getting ready in the morning. I was not eating healthy. I was skipping meals. I remember one time we were at the zoo in Santa Barbara. It is the smallest zoo in the United States, mind you. And I had, I was 35 and I think I was 35 at the time. So I was 34 and 35 at the time. I'm 40 now. Actually, I might've been 33. I think I was 33 and 34. Yeah. Cause I just turned 40. So maybe I was 32 anyway, early thirties. And I would be out of breath and feel like my legs were cement and I would have to sit down and catch my breath and pause. And part of it was being out of breath, but I just felt like my body felt, I felt like a slug. I just felt like a slug. And so I had all these like physical things that were going on. And then we moved back, we moved to Florida in the middle of 2016 and we joined a gym. It was LA fitness. And I was going to the gym with Sean And I remember just being really inconsistent. I don't remember all the details, but I just remember like 2016, 2017, 2018, I was just inconsistent. And so there would be like, maybe a month would go by and I wouldn't go to the gym or two weeks would go by and I wouldn't go to the gym. And, you know, I was always eating healthy, like quote unquote healthy, what we think the American healthy diet is in the United States. So I was still eating like chips. You know, I wasn't buying like individual bags of chips and eating an individual bag of chips every single day, but I was buying like, quote unquote, the healthy version of a chip bag, maybe like 
you know, twice a month and going through that. A lot of popcorn, getting ice cream once a week, you know, just little things like that. Pasta, but not all the time pasta, like once or twice, you know, a couple of times a month pasta. I remember like baking cookies a lot, baking brownies. Brighton really likes to bake. So we were doing like a lot of baking. I'm not saying any of that, that, that stuff is bad. That stuff is fine. And I was eating a lot of salads and a lot of meat and vegetables. So I was like eating all those things that were really healthy, but then there was this layer of stuff I was eating that let's just say had a lot of sugar in it and a lot of sodium more than likely. But there was, there was, it never crossed my mind. Like you are an unhealthy person because I've always been thin as well. So just because you're thin does not mean you're healthy. Remember that if you see thin people, I call it skinny fat. You could be skinny fat. So, but I, you know, the truth is I, I just wasn't really feeling good. And even in my thirties, I just, okay. I just turned 40 in June. When I reflect back on my thirties in terms of how I felt, it's the worst I have felt in the 40 years I've been alive. Like I felt like I was in my fifties or sixties. Like the way I felt is how I would imagine you would feel in the very like later part of your life. Um, slow, sluggish, heavy, no energy, not a lot of motivation, not a lot of excitement or inspiration or variety in terms of healthy lifestyle. Did I say tired, abnormally fatigued, wanting to sleep nine to 10 hours a night, really struggling to get up in the morning and doing a fantastic job of coming up with all the reasons why I could get out of going to the gym and pushing myself or like truly eating healthy, like really, really dialing it in. So that's how I felt in my thirties. And then 2020 happened, no, 2021 happened. And actually 2020 and 2021, I felt, I didn't feel that good. I would say 2021 was the worst in terms of everything I just described about how I felt in my thirties. It hit a boiling point in 2021. And I got about halfway through the year. Um, now I would not say that I felt exhausted or burned out in terms of my work because I've only ever really worked in my business in the last five and a half years, about 35 hours a week. I've always been really good about not working at night, not working too much on the weekends. Now I don't work at all on the weekends. I don't even crack open a laptop on the weekends. Before I would do a little bit on the weekends, if I had a project I needed to put three or four hours into, I'll still do that today if I need to. But I was never one of those people that started my day at 8 a.m. and didn't finish my day until 7 p.m. I've never, I've never done that in the last five and a half years. So when I track my time, it's about 35 hours of client work, marketing, sales, operations team, you know, kind of being at the desk doing business stuff. It's about 35 hours a week. And I've been really consistent with that. So when I, when I'm describing how I felt in 2021, it wasn't, I'm so burned out from working so much in my business and like doing all the things. I'm not a multitasker. I don't do, I only focus on one thing at a time. I don't jump around from activity to activity. I can stay really focused on one thing for a long time. So it wasn't that for me. I didn't feel weighed down by the business. It was in my body. I just felt uh, monotone in a way, just 
not much was there. And if you looked at my face, it looked tired, not smiling, just didn't look vibrant, energetic. I mean, just kind of wore that on my sleeve. And all I wanted to do was lay around on the weekends. Like I just wanted to lay around and like be lazy, really. And so, and again, like during this time, I was still going to the gym though. I was still going to the gym Monday through Friday, working out with Sean. We would do cardio on Monday and Friday for an hour. And we would do chest and back on Tuesday and triceps, I believe. And then we would do legs on Wednesday and shoulders and uh, shoulders and biceps on Thursday. And then also on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we would do some cardio. So then I got sick at the end of December, which I think I did an episode on that a while back. And pretty sure I had the, you know what, but never tested positive for it. And it, whatever I had completely took me out, took me out. I was sleeping for two weeks in a row, 16 hours a day. Couldn't walk from the bedroom to the kitchen without feeling like I needed to sit down and rest for an hour. And then I never felt like I got better than about 60 to 70% throughout the whole month of December into January. So my husband had a heart attack last year in August, in 2021 in August. And he had been going to a naturopath, switched naturopaths when he had the uh, heart attack. And he really, really loved the naturopath he's with currently and still with. And so he's like, you know what? I think you should just go see her. So I did. And that's when, that was in February of this year. So a few, like five months ago, four or five months ago. And that's where she said to me, all of your problems are stemming from your thyroid. So it's probably hypothyroid not hyper, but hypo. And you also have an autoimmune issue. And so those two things combined are what's causing everything. And then I also had a virus and a fungus in my body. Like it was like really bad. And so she put me on a set of supplements. I was taking five or six different things, but a total of like 45 pills supplements a day. But it was like a common, it was like 10 of this, seven of this, eight of this, 10 of this. It was like five or six things. And so I've been seeing her every two weeks since mid-February. And we usually change up what I'm taking every two weeks. Now, I have noticed that if I do, if I eat a little bit of sugar in between my visits to her or my diet isn't up to par, then that's where things get, get out of whack for me. So it was really going back to the naturopath, figuring out that it was thyroid and autoimmune Uh, And I also know that I have low testosterone. So um, not, she didn't identify that, but hormonally. So everything I'm just describing, so much of it was connected to, I have insanely low testosterone levels. Um, And when a woman has really low testosterone levels, you feel the way I felt in my thirties. And then for me, it just got really, really bad in 2021. So that getting on all those supplements was the first thing that drastically changed the way I felt almost overnight, like literally within 24 hours. And then in March of 2022, so a few months ago, I started going to burn boot camp and highly recommended by the way. So it's a combination between the naturopath identifying what was actually going on, the root of the symptoms. And we started addressing those. I'm finding out about the low testosterone, changing my diet, which I'll tell you about in a second. And then going to burn boot camp, which I'll go into a little bit more detail. I feel like a, I'm in a completely different body today than I was at this time last year. And 
I'm sharing this whole story because if you feel the way I have felt for the majority of my thirties and how I really felt last year, and you're running a business and you're running a household and you're a mom and you have kids, and there's just a lot of stuff going on personally, and you want to get yourself back. You want to get your body back. You want to get your confidence back. You want to um, just feel good and strong and confident and like you're standing up straight and you have your shoulders back. You want like body aches and pains to go away because I felt all of that stuff in my 30s and it's almost completely gone away. So there is absolutely hope for you. And I'll share with you a couple of the things that worked really well for me to get back in shape after taking a break, whether it's a long vacation or anything similar to what I've experienced, or you just put your own physical body health and well-being on the back burner because you think you don't have time. So here's a few tips. Um, number one is create goals so that you can win. Um, what I mean by that is you want your goals to be, you know, get more workouts in this week than I did last week. A goal might be if you're working out with like group fitness, like I do, one of my goals is mod up. So what that means is if you're, if you're using weights, like do a heavier weight, or if you're doing squats, do jump squats. So basically make the exercise heart, like more challenging and more demanding for yourself. So the goal might be mod up on as many exercises as I can today. So I'm not setting a goal of, um, go to the gym 22 times this month. I'm not setting the goal of workout for a certain number of minutes this month. I'm not setting the goal of um, do 15 reps in 14 exercises this week because that, uh, that stuff, if you don't achieve it or you miss a day or whatever, you're, you literally feel like you have to start over all over again and it's demoralizing. So you want to set goals that set you up to win and you will win every single goal you set because what that does is it boosts your confidence and you will be more consistent because of it. Um, tip number two, this is one that works insanely well for me, and that is work out with a group. So how I figured this out, I was in Scottsdale, Arizona at a retreat with one of my mentors in the personal development category. We were on a group hike and we were in groups of three on our hike, having a conversation with each other about what we enjoy most. And so my mentor you know, bounced up behind me and overheard me talking about being physically active. And so he asked me, a, asked me a series of questions. And what I said out loud was, I love working out with a group of people doing something that is really challenging where I am being challenged and I can also challenge other people. And it also includes something that is adventurous. So when I got home from that, I thought, well, the going to the gym and working out with my husband doing machines is not doing it for me anymore. And quite honestly, I was really holding Sean back from doing the kind of workout that he wanted to do as well. And so I thought, well, I'm going to join burn Boot Camp. It's 30 seconds down the road. All I have to do is go through one stoplight and I'm there and it's group fitness with a personal trainer involved. And it is absolutely incredible because it ticks all the boxes that I need to motivate me. And it's what I enjoy. So I know I enjoy that. 
I enjoy community. I enjoy the challenge. I enjoy demanding workouts. I enjoy working out with a group of people and being challenged by them to see how far we can push each other. And burn boot camp is exactly what I needed. Um, and their whole thing, you know, the big result that they're helping you with is not getting stronger and losing weight. It's building your confidence. And I got to tell you, I felt more confident the very first class I went to when I walked out of that place and I was hooked after my first class at 5 30 AM in the morning, this is coming from someone who could barely get out of bed by eight o'clock for the few years prior to that. So working out with a group versus by yourself will also help keep you accountable. So the other thing that it does for me is I know those people are counting on me to show up because they expect to see me there. And I know that my presence and me pushing myself in front of other people inspires them to push themselves and shows them how far they can go. So I am letting my team down if I don't show up Monday through Friday at Burn Boot Camp every single day. Tip number three is be consistent. If you are looking to get back in shape after a break, the key is be consistent. So I started this whole episode off by telling you that my pattern was I would go somewhere and then not be in my environment where I'm super consistent and then come back and it would completely throw me off. And I wouldn't get back to being consistent with my workouts and my eating healthy. And it was just the... It was like the breaks in those consistency were I was just letting it mess me up tremendously. So being consistent is what is going to help you get back into shape after a break. It is, it's literally critical. It's critical. And the other thing is you're going to notice a change in your body and in your energy and in the way that you look and feel within the first three weeks. I mean, I got to tell you, when I started going to burn boot camp, I was already working out at the gym. So it's not like I hadn't worked out in a while. I was working out at the gym. I could feel every single muscle in my body and it was screaming at me. I have never in my life been so sore, except maybe when I went to tennis camp at UNC Chapel Hill, when I was 15 years old for a week, I was that sore and I was that sore for three weeks. And it was that first three weeks where I saw my first significant change in how I felt in my body. And then I didn't really see much progression at all until very recently. So I saw a change in the first three weeks. And then I didn't start to see another change in me until three months later. So that would be working out all of April, May, and June, and then beginning of July, last week in June, first week in July, that's when I started seeing like another level of change in my body. Consistency is compounding. So if you're inconsistent, then your, your body and the way you feel just goes back to the way that it was. And then you've got to start with lighter weight, not as a demanding workout, not able to do as many reps as you could do before, not able to mod up like you could before. And now I'm at a place where I'm modding up on everything. And that's because my consistency has compounded. So I'm so excited to see what I'm going to look like by December. And that's just going to be super cool. I'll have to, I'll have to do a follow-up episode on that. Okay. Tip number five is include variety. I was someone who like, I love routine. I do really well with routine. I've never identified myself as someone who needed variety. And when I finally confessed that I was so bored going to the gym and just, oh, I was just bored. We were doing the same exercise Monday through Friday. I told you what our regimen was. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I mean, I would like, 
die getting on that elliptical machine for an hour. It was, I mean, 20 minutes in and I'm like, how do people just do the same motion for a whole freaking hour on this? Like, this is just, this doesn't even make sense. And I'm also somebody who does not get bored easily. I do not get bored easily. It takes a lot to bore me. And um, when I started going to burn boot camp, every single workout I've done since March has been completely different. Now we always have an arm day. We always have a leg day. We always have a cardio day. We always have like certain days that we have, but every single workout is completely different. The combination of exercises that we're doing. And so you never know what to expect when you're walking in. And it's so freaking exciting. And it's so exciting to see like, how am I going to handle this? What's my body going to be able to do? Can I push myself? Will I push myself? And I just love it because I know every day is going to be a new, new experience. And it keeps me coming back for more. Tip number six is you have got to make your workout challenging. And I am a really big believer you know, look, I'm going to say this. I go on walks, but to me, to me, a walk is not a workout unless you are recovering from surgery or you are coming back from being sick with an illness, right? A walk is a workout for you. If you did not just have surgery, if you are not coming back from an illness where it just zapped the life out of you, because I've experienced that a walk is not a workout. It's a leisurely stroll. There's nothing demanding or challenging about a walk. Is walking good for you? Yes, I walk every day. My walk is not my workout though. So to get back in shape after a break, you do need to push yourself, which is another reason why I like burn boot camp because there's a trainer there leading the whole group workout, walking around to each one of us. She did it today. I was doing today was arm day and I was doing front raises. So front raises, no, it's like front shoulder raises. I don't know what it's called, but it's like you hold, you don't like pull your arms up in 90 degree angle from the floor with weights in your hands. Oh, it's a row. It's like a, it's like a row type of thing. I don't know. I'm doing the motion, but you can't even see me anyway. It was a shoulder exercise and I was using two 12 pound weights and the trainer looked at me. And she was like, um, are you serious? Like you need to have at least 15 pounds in your hand. And I love that because your mind tells you 15 pounds is going to be too heavy. I can't do 15 pounds for 45 seconds. And then we were doing that exercise with another one for six minutes in a row. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to like, my arms are going to give out, but I know I could do 12 pounds. And so I just stuck my tongue out of her and made a face and I was like, I'll do it my next round. And so I picked up the 15 pound weights on the next round and they were actually a little bit easier than the 12 pound weights. I don't know how that works, but it was. So, you know, make your workout challenging, especially if you're, if you know you are someone who likes to be challenged and you like to push yourself, it has helped me get back into shape like so much more quickly than if I was doing something that wasn't challenging and I was just going through the motions. Um, tip number seven is eat protein, right? So protein is essential when you are building your body back and you're building your muscle back, eat a lot of protein. In fact, um, I recommend hundred grams of protein every day. So, uh, I eat three eggs every morning right after my workout and I'm a meat eater. It's fine if you're not, but I eat meat every meal so that I get my protein in. Um, tip number eight, drink a boatload of water. Uh, I recommend a gallon a day. 
you can go to Amazon and you can get one of those gallon jugs that tells you how much throughout the day you've had to drink. And it has little positive affirmations at every line. Oh, it tells you what time of day you should be by the point you, by the time you get to that point on the jug. So it's like by 11, 11 AM, you should have had this much to drink. You're doing great. Keep going. Um, I have one of those. I love it, but I find that having some sort of bottle with a straw, uh, I will drink a lot more of that than if I just have an open glass sitting on my desk filled with water, I won't drink any more than what's in the glass. And that's all I'll have for the whole day. But if I have a jug with a straw, like a workout sort of bottle, um, I'll drink a lot of water. So drinking lots of water is critical because it will make you feel better. You will think more clearly. Your skin clears up. Uh, you just feel amazing. you you have a lot more energy when you drink water. Um, tip number nine is stretch. I don't know if you are close to my age, but I'm 40, not old, but I am not nearly as flexible as I once was. And I still cannot touch my toes. So stretching is critical, um, to get back in shape. I actually recommend doing about 10 to 15 minutes of stretching a day and, or having one whole day or like one of your workouts out of a seven day week dedicated to just stretching tip number 10 is hit all muscle groups, right? So don't just do legs. Don't just do arms. Don't just do chest or back. But again, this is really kind of with tip number five, which was include variety, hit all of your muscle groups. Again, if you are not a trainer, if you have not ever worked out because you were an athlete before, um, even though I was, I still don't want to think when I go to the gym, I want somebody else to create the workout for me because that ensures I'm going to hit all the muscle groups and I'm just going to, you're just going to have a more balanced body. Um, right. I've always had much stronger legs than an upper body. My shoulders and my biceps and triceps are by far the weakest point on my body more than anything. So, you know, if it were up to me, I would skip that. So it's important that I'm hitting all the muscle groups and that you are too. Um, tip number 11, if you are getting back in shape after a break, I am going to make a plug for going to see a naturopath. I have really loved going to see mine. My naturopath just uses muscle testing. So every time I go, we are only using the mechanism of muscle testing. And my body is telling her what supplements I need to be on. And she's identifying what the root of my symptoms are. She's not just looking at the, I'll tell her what a symptom is, you know, for a while there, if you've listened to the show for a while, I had a cough since November and I have coughed on this show until the last three weeks. Um, I don't have a cough anymore. It took us about three months to fully get rid of that cough, by the way, actually a little more than that, about four months to get rid of that cough, but the cough was connected to other things. So, you know, she uses muscle testing. I'm taking what we're coming up with based on what my body is saying and the supplements I have, I'm taking, I'm not going to tell you what I'm taking because it's very specific to me. Sean and I take completely different supplements. We can both go to the same naturopath, but we both have different issues that we're solving. So what I take may not be what you need to take, but when I, you know, I can really tell if I am not taking a certain something, like I just know which ones I need to be on and which ones I can, I don't really need anymore based on how I feel now when I'm on them versus when I'm not, um, only two more tips. I know I'm loading you up with tips here, but is I'm telling you exactly what I did, exactly what I did to get back into shape. I'm telling you literally everything that I've done, not skipping anything. 
I also did an elimination diet. This was at the suggestion of my naturopath based on muscle testing of what my body does not do well with. So I got off of all grains, all wheat, which the two of those combined, like that covers your gluten, all dairy and all sugar. So you're basically eating meat, vegetables, and I wasn't even eating all fruits. I wasn't even eating fruits that were super high in sugar. Now, the way that she, what she believes is that you can introduce some of these things back into your diet with moderation. So do I eat sugar? Yes. Will I have a little bit of cheese? Yes. It's, you know, I did completely take it out of my diet for a few months, like not a shred of any of those things. There have been, when I first eliminated everything, I did identify that when I eat sugar, I get a headache. So once you're off certain things for a while and you introduce it back once, you can tell what it does to your body. I know when I eat dairy, it makes me tired the next morning when I wake up. I don't want to feel that way. So I'm not going to eat dairy. I don't want to have headaches. So I won't eat sugar. It's not that I won't eat it at all, but I'm, you know, it's like, I'll eat it if I, you know, once in a blue moon, I go to a birthday party or something like that. So if it's like a special occasion. That's it. I just went through my whole list. I was just looking at my list. I had 12 things. So I didn't make this up. I'm literally sharing with you exactly what I did to get back in shape. Um, now with my workouts, oh, I did skip one. I did skip one. I don't know if I said this. Did I say this? I just, I numbered it as number four, but I don't know if I said it. Workout first thing in the morning. Yeah, I don't remember saying that. So workout first thing in the morning. In the summertime, I work out a little bit later. I work out at 7 a.m. in the summertime because I don't have to get bright and ready for school. During the school year, I get up at 5 and I work out at 5.30. I believe that when you're getting yourself back into shape, you want to do your workout first thing in the morning because your mind is still going to talk you out of doing it once you get your day going and you feel tired. And you don't feel like going. So I was feeling so bad in my body. There's no way I would have hauled myself to the gym in the after, like any time after like 10 a.m. Like done. Um, I am also someone who has said my entire life, I'm not a morning person and I do not like to get up early. I am obsessed with getting up early now. I can't imagine going back to being the version of me that was staying in bed until eight o'clock in the morning or 9.30 on the weekends. I literally cannot imagine that is scary to think about going back to who that was, that version of me. So I simply made a decision on a Sunday night that I was going to start burn boot camp on a Monday and I was going to do the 5.30 a.m. class. And that meant I had to get up at five o'clock and I was scared to death that I was not going to be able to do it. But I made a commitment to getting myself back in shape and becoming the absolute best version of myself physically, because I know that when I am personally this physically active and I push myself physically, my confidence goes through the roof. I feel stronger. I am nicer. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm way more creative. I enjoy life so much more. And it shows me what else I'm capable of. So stick with it. If you have any questions about any of this, or if you're going through this in your own life, 
my, my DMS and my PMS in, in Instagram, Facebook, they seriously are always open. I love, love talking to people about this because as you know, here, I like to say, design a business and a life that's built to last, which is building a life you enjoy and building a business that is sustainable and can be self-sustaining. And part of that is getting your body back. It's getting your life back. It's getting your energy, your vitality, what really drives you and motivates you and inspires you. And I don't care how amazing your mindset is. If you, if your body feels like crap, you can't do, you can't just go change your thoughts and everything's better. Um, I tried that. I actually tried that for two years and it didn't work for me. So if you ever want to talk about any of this, if you want to share with me what you've been going through for the last few months or years, and you're just like, gosh, you know, I built this business. I did all this stuff. I made all this money, but I kind of lost myself in the process. I lost my life in the process. I lost my body in the process and I want to get it back. Is there another way to do this? Is there a better way to do this? And yes, there absolutely is. And I would say, start here, like start here. Don't go try to change all the things in your business. Start here, add this stuff into your life. And then from there, you will completely change the way that you run your business, which is exactly what we help people do. It's what I help people do from a coaching and a consulting perspective. Uh, So if this is something that you're looking for in your life to get your life back, to build a different relationship than the one you currently have with your business so that you are running it and you are running it so that it serves the purpose of you reaching your personal goals, your business supports your personal goals, then hit me up in the DMs reach out to me, email me, let's talk. Because if you feel the way I felt, you know, kind of these years in the past, there is a, there's a much better way to do it. And there's a way to do it where you can have a life and have the life that you deserve. And I don't just mean going out and spending all your money on lifestyle things. I mean, being a healthy person with a strong marriage, where you have a relationship with your kids that you want to have, You feel amazing in your home, with friends, in your body, as a leader, and you're you're actually running the business that gives you the true freedom that you're looking for. Um, You do not have to struggle with that any longer. There are so many other ways to do it. And I, I just love helping people lead with their lives and building a business that supports the kind of life that they want to have. But you can also grow something really, really extraordinary without losing your soul and yourself in the process. So I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, Reach out to me, leave us a review. Let us know what you loved about this episode. Share this episode with your colleagues, your friends, your peers, let them know about it if this was impactful for you. And as I always say, make sure you design a business and your life in a way that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.